Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. And I just realized this is our last few seconds before the show. We were talking about it. Happy Bracket Day. I feel like this is this is Bracket Day. It comes out on Sunday. People look at it Monday, but today is the day. You fill it all in. And you said you had a handful of contests. I need to go through my email. I feel like I have a dozen, hey, enter our free bracket from companies ranging from sports books to just random places. Try to see. Let me maybe, email. Let's see the most random free bracket. Maybe that's some, that's some good advice. Um, go look at every sports book you have. A lot of them, it costs. But, you know, if, if you want more brackets, I mean, just go to like Bet Online and yeah, they have, hey, here's a huge bracket league with a, a huge prize. If you want to be in big, big ones that have a, you know, a, a low likelihood, but a big prize, a huge first place prize to get weird with a bracket. If, you know, the, the one you're in with your buddies isn't doing you enough. But I mean, the, and there's going to be free ones too. I think Bovada has a, a free entry one. Go check, yeah, yeah, check your email. There's so many of those. It's kind of my plan. So today I have work. I have to finish the golf newsletter. I have to finish betting on golf. I have to do the fifth-year option. I have to finish talking, you know, to you guys right now. I have some meetings. I have to meet my wife for lunch. All that stuff is going to take me up to, like, supper time. And then after I eat, I think I might have to play Settlers of Catan with the kids. They, they might have that set up ready. I might have done some promising. So I'm going to have to speed that up, whoop the shit out of them at Catan, try to get that done in, like, 45 minutes. And then, yeah, tonight is... Sit down. Like, I have a list now of all the different brackets. There's so many fun games. Like I mentioned, uh, Rico de Gallo sent me a bracketless bracket, which is just picking I love that one format. seed to two seed. Yeah. I'm going to do a field ABCD pool in golf. Yeah, exactly like that. We'll have some fun stuff too as we get. Um, we're going to have a fun one surrounding the Masters that has some pretty big prizes just here at Betspurt. So look for that. It's, it's similar to that, like a tier, pick pick golfers from a tier. We're trying to make it easy, man. You know, just you can really get complicated on some of these pools. Survivor pools, I think I have one of those I need to probably pay for and get to sign up for. And obviously, Calcutta's are fun if you had one of those. We did a whole episode on that last night, uh, kind of going through the, the preparation and strategy for that. A lot of people enjoy doing those for golf as well. So, yes, from all of us here, happy bracket day. Don't forget especially if you already paid for one, just fill it in with dummies right now. It's it's like doing DFS at least, you know, at least put in a dummy lineup that you're halfway okay with just in case, you know, you wake up tomorrow and uh, the alarm went off two hours ago. And it's your chance to get weird with it. If you're entering these huge pools full of people for free, pick somebody weird, pick like, this is your time, pick a six seed to win it, a five and eight. Cause that's one of those situations where again, it's just like DFS. If you have the weirdest bracket and you're right. And again, like you don't have to get too insane, pick all the favorites for the first couple rounds. But once you get a little bit deeper, find it a four, five, six seed. You like somewhere in that range, maybe there's an eight, you know, look down there. Yeah. You're not going to win one of those, those contests with 150,000 entries, picking all the one seeds to win their regions. Like yeah, your Bama Houston game. bracket, save for your yeah. friends pool. D- DFS is it's similar. It's just going to be so un- or yeah, just pick Purdue since no one is going to pick Purdue to go very far. That's that is truly interesting in like a smaller league. Like just take Purdue because all your buddies have heard like uh, we're all fading them. 
smaller smaller ones like that you can definitely get a little chalkier but maybe if you are going to be chalky in a small league that has you know 30 to 50 people in it pick the top seed that nobody likes which is again the goddamn boilermakers this year uh lost in the shuffle sort of unless you're a golf hardo and i am a guy who's probably gonna be watching plenty of golf this weekend too it is a beautiful day for me to bring extra laptops to the office have uh, a lot of things on the TVs tomorrow. We'll have probably four monitors going with sports just because I like to have all the games at least somewhat visible. And then, yes, of course, the Valspar Championship does start tomorrow down in basically Tampa Bay. It's not an elevated event. The field, like I mentioned, it's decent, but there's some good matchups. I have some good outrights, I think. I placed four or five of them yesterday. You can see that. Uh, Noon and I did the the preview show. If you want to check that out, we did talk about the course uh, at a little bit of a deeper level. Talked about all the guys we liked, the guys we're avoiding. He bet on uh, Keegan Bradley, who withdrew this morning. So he has one fewer outrights, I guess, at this point. Maybe he's looking to add something over in the Discord. Uh, again, mention that too. The the monthly subs over at BetSports Golf go through the Masters. So if you're a fan of the Masters tournament, which you should be, Take advantage of that. Uh, one matchups I had today was a guy I love to bet on, and I hated going against Hostler here, but I did take Jonathan Vegas, the Venezuelan, to beat Hostler. I found this price at Bet Online. This is a matchup that's also up at Chris, but it's minus 129, which again, it isn't the end all be all, but it is always nicer for a sharper book to be hanging the worst price. Uh, you know, other people have maybe steamed that up or just, you know, they're a little further tilted towards the golfer you're betting on than, you know, some of the softer books in the market. I like this up to like 125. I almost did lay a stroke and a half, but I'm fine laying minus 120. And if the scoring distribution may be a little tighter here, we're not going to see someone win with minus 25. Actually, a, a fairly tough course here. Uh, just a huge, huge, huge gap between these two golfers when it comes to approach. You know, whereas Vegas is top 10 out of anyone here in the field. Bo Hosler's quite a bit further down. He will make his hay around the green and on the putting surfaces. That's kind of where he's at. But his ball striking numbers are much lower than what I'd like to see for a guy to be able to take advantage of good putting. You need to find the greens in regulation. I don't think he does that here. I think this settles via the cut line with uh, Vegas sneaking through and just kind of grabbing some top 40 money and Hosler going home on Friday. So uh, Vegas did play well here. He does play well here traditionally. Uh, 27th last year, 48th the year before. Kind of one of those guys that just he plays well enough to find the weekend, never has a shot to win. Uh, Hosler hasn't played here for a couple years. He did get 39th in 21, missed the cut every other time. But uh, to be fair to him, when he missed the cut in 2017, he would have been like 21 years old. He was a just a young pup at that point. Hosler's a little younger. I think Vegas is my age. Johnny Vegas has got to be pushing 40 at this point. I, I do love him, though. So just one. I'll have more in the uh, more in the Discord as we go. And Giorgio, the Moondog, says he lives near Tampa. I always forget that. He does. Weather's cool today. It's uh, It makes me feel better that, like, California's had nothing but rain and Florida's not been warm. Makes me feel better about the shit weather we get up north. 
Although it doesn't look, I've watched some tennis. It doesn't look that bad out there. Of course, Indian Wells isn't. It never is. Maybe Indian Wells is in a little different spot. It's just, it's not a place where it's going to rain. Bad weather in California is better than good weather a lot of other places. So let's just, that's why they're so soft out there. They don't know what it's like. Yeah. It ain't easy. It ain't easy being up here, guys. We, we deal with it for you. So Indian Wells are pushing towards, God, like the the quarterfinals on both sides of the draw are just going to be, we continue to have basically major level fields. And again, it's, it's only a half step down from a major, but this is good. This has been good. All the matches have been fun. There's been fun drama between some weirdos yelling at Stan. And I mean, just I mean, the drama between the women's anyway. The the I mean, the Ostapenko scoreline. That's I mean, that's classic her, but it's been a very fun tournament. Yeah, it chef's has. kiss on how that match turned out. It has been really good. And like you said, it's been a lot of fun, but we still have a lot of big names here. You know, Elena Rybakina is in a quarterfinal. Iga Swiatek is in a quarterfinal. Arena Sabalenka is in a quarterfinal here. You know, all your Grand Slam winners are basically here at this point. And the rest of the matches are pretty good. Um, like you said, quarterfinals on the women's side. So four matches, um, two that I have bets for. Um, right back in, I think she takes care of Mahova, but all those numbers look about right. Um, Iga goes against Arona Kirstea. We'll probably find a way to add some Ega unders a little bit later, but that matches until tomorrow. So I want to see kind of how that, that moves around. But um, two bets I do have in the matches today. Uh, one will be at 4 in the afternoon. One will be at 9 tonight. Um, the later one, the 9 p.m. one, is the first one I've got up here. Maria Sakwari plays Petra Kvitova, um, and the total is just huge. And shop around. Um, there is a wide variance in this number. There's 21 and a half. There's 22s. There's even a 22 and a half minus 125 at one um, – offshore book maybe one that i'm doing a march madness contest for check that out um 22 and a half minus 25 is actually a really nice uh play if even though it looks a little juicy but yeah anything 22 right around 10 minus 110 minus 115 or better you should be able to find that a couple spots this just looks like a great number given this this match for me more often than not is kind of a two-setter um Zachary kavitova have had some tough matches but again Generally quicker two setters. The sets have been a lot shorter here as they generally are every year. And Zachary loves these courts. She finished um, second last year, um, only lost to Iga in the final, has done very well here, beat Kvitova here last year in just short order. So uh, the more I ran this, I had the total closer to 21, 21 and a half, honestly. You know, maybe a cheap 21 and a half. So to be able to get 22, 22 and a half just looks like a really nice number here. So poke around. There's a wide variance on that, but you should be able to find yourself an under 22. This should be a comfortable win in two sets. And again, a very outside shot in three, given how some of these matches have gone. This is a little cheaper than usual, but this sounded like a golf match over two and a half sets. It looks just like a great play here. Um, this is one of those matches where I'm going to avoid the set overs. I actually think this could be a set under match where you could almost kind of go Andy with the Polish middle here where you just take under the game total over two and a half sets and you actually have a chance to hit both. I mean, you go back and look at the history between these two. And again, the way these courts are playing this week, it seems uh, sets have been significantly shorter, especially for you know these type of players here and over two and a half sets i had this closer to plus 130 so even plus 140 is okay plus 145 if you poke around um, at some legal shops that's kind of the best number out there um, again shop around this number is widely different and it's either over two and a half sets um will both players win a set 
um, exactly how many sets will be. There's a lot of different wording, but poke around. You should be able to find over two and a half sets at least plus 140 or better. Try to get that plus 145. So an under and an over, similar to our soccer betting yesterday, which, again, we continue to be the world's best late soccer betting show. <laughs> I didn't even catch it in time to see that, but I did uh, I did take some live overs once I – I'm like, oh, soccer's on. Also, I was pissed because I forgot the time change. Soccer was not on at the right time. It was on an hour later because they don't switch time, uh, you know, in in the UK at the same time. Along with me and Dor. So, so yeah, it's like oh, soccer's supposed to be on. It's not. I was pissy. Uh, so when it was on, I did check, and I'm like, oh man, City's really peppering them. So I did the old live first half at least. Uh, three, well, it was it was three quarters of a goal because it was you know, hey, they're gonna score. You're, we're not gonna give you a half goal here. So I had to bet over three quarters of a goal. I bet the city over team total over two. I bet the match total over two and a half. And like, what, 25 minutes later, all those had come home. It was a very easy live betting for the kind of donkey live betting that I do, which is to say only overs all the time, only live and only on teams that I've heard of with good players. So thank you, Erling Holland, for giving me some money to piss away on Mississippi State later in the evening. And yeah. Thanks a lot to thanks a lot to all the soccer players. And speaking of that tournament, I watched some last night. It was fun. I had some player props that I, I sprinkled on, kind of broke even on that. But it was fun watching the Island Nation of TAMC, TAMUCC advance, and then realize like, oh shit, they're going to be like a twenty-five point dog to Bama. It's fun to see them get a win. I agree with producer Dan's take on this. If you win a conference tournament, you should be in. Like you should be in the main draw. That's a like great. That's the, a great call. The, yeah, he's always said that. I, I I disagree with almost everything Dan says, but this one <laughs> I definitely agree with. If you win a, t- I, I know you're shitty compared to like the last four teams in. If you're, you know, Vermont or TAMC, UU, whatever, it's, it's just like, man, you earned it. If they're gonna give you the spot, don't make them play a first four game. Make those games like the pit, the pit, Mississippi State. Make them all 11s and 12s, because you know. I those, thought those they teams... should be kind of eight, nine games or like 10 spots or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm fine with it being like because the, the bracket. The bracket people 12, will, hot 12s. yeah, they, they always will say these were our last four teams in. Like those last eight teams at large that went in, a lot of them are 11, 12, you know, in that in that area. Like make those last eight That's teams. That's true. Last eight, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, you barely made it in, so we're gonna make you play an extra game instead of you know, poor Texas Southern or whatever we're gonna we're gonna have tonight. So, I didn't make any action on those two tonight. I don't care for the playing games all that much. I did watch a little, but I did make a bet on the actual tournament. I bet this a couple days ago. Got a slightly better price. Not enough to like really toot my horn, but there were some 18s on Texas. The best I could find in any of the markets this morning was a 15, both legal and offshore, by the way. Uh, and while I was offshore, I added a little bit of a prop because Drew offended my sensibilities last night by implying that Alabama wasn't very good. Where, I mean, at this point, there's steam um, where Scoot Henderson doesn't go second anymore. You know, there, there's certain there's certain there's certain talking heads that think there's a uh, there's an NBA ready prospect on one of these college teams this uh, this tournament. Which at a while we just kind of assumed the best two weren't going to be playing in college this year. So I did play the Longhorns. I fell in love with them in the 
when I was doing my research for the Big 12, the Big 12 tournament is clearly, the Big 12 in general is clearly the best conference in the entire nation as evidenced just by all the efficiency numbers. And you start looking at the strength of schedule numbers for any of those poor teams that had to just grind it out through that schedule. Texas did so with a plum, despite having a little bit of a distraction. Um, they don't have a, a true head coach. It's a, still, I believe, on an interim base, basis. So I'm, I'm hoping they can play tough for him, get him the job. I love what they've done lately. The defenses, uh, the defenses look better. They score in a lot of different ways. And they beat Kansas twice in two weeks. And I know, you know, one was on a neutral. And, you know, it's not like you win in and just – but, they I mean, they beat the tar out of Kansas twice. They looked really good in these last few games. So I'm – yeah, I'm a Texas Longhorn for this tournament. I'd like to at least have one future. I think they drew a decent draw as far as Houston is their one seed. They're the two. But I think they have an easier path to the regional final than Houston does. Not to say, like, Houston's going to just trip up immediately, but – I would rather have Texas's path right now than Houston's. And I, I hope that's the matchup because I think that'll be a really good game. And then I did play some Texas Bama to meet in the finals uh, at 28 to one, just a small bet. I found that over at Bovada. Oh, so. that's a fun bet. Okay, make. cool. Hook them. Yeah. Dan says, gun to your head, Brandon Miller, the best pro prospect in the tournament. I see what you did there. I can't believe you made me read that all out. That's God right. damn it, Dan. Yeah, that you tricked me into that. I, I was going to answer the question, and then I started to say it, and I realized what you'd done there. So, all right. Well, looks like I'm going to be hedging my under 36 and a half with a money line tonight. Yes, sir. I mean, we'll talk about the Bulls here in just a second. Um, NBA, TNT, a Thursday night. Um, a little bit bigger slate. I kind of like what the NBA has done. We've got back to there being six, seven games every single night. Um, I've got plays in two. Quickly, some thoughts on the other games. Heat, Grizzlies, uh, just two absolute messes at this point. The Heat are four-point favorites at home. Wouldn't mind a bet on the Grizzlies there, but those numbers look just about right. Cavaliers-Sixers should be a great game, but need to see um, which Cavaliers are playing. Brutal spot for them, three and four, back-to-back. Really going to be tough for them. Lakers-Rockets. Lakers just three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road to a Rockets team that um, actually won a basketball game the other day despite their best efforts. Um, Probably a good spot for the Lakers, maybe like a Rockets team total under something like that, but had to leave that one alone. The Mavericks-Spurs game is a mess. No Luka, maybe no Kyrie Irving, and the Spurs, again, actively trying to lose basketball games. So skip that one altogether. Clippers-Warriors, thought about an over there, but um, we'll see. Maybe a Clippers team total over later. But two bets I actually did make, and as Andy hinted here, the Chicago Bulls host the Sacramento Kings, and I think there will be no beam lighting tonight. Um, The Bulls are one-point underdogs on the money line. I just played a minus 105. If you want to play them plus one, minus 110. Who's out? For the Kings, no then. really, God, they've come a long way. They really have. It's um, it's it's a, it's the Bulls have gotten much better these last couple of weeks. It's pretty good. I'm just I'll have to ask Matt about it tomorrow. I mean, he was pretty confident and then not confident at all. But yeah, as I look here, the Sacramento Kings have their full complement of players. Um, you know, basically everybody but Lonzo Ball for the Bulls here. But they've been much better the last month or so. Much better at home. Some of the lineup adjustments that they've made, um, bringing Caruso into the starting lineup has been fantastic for them. Makes the bench a little bit better. Makes the starting lineup better. Um, really love the way they're playing basketball here. And the Kings on the road, 
um, haven't been nearly as good. It's not a great schedule spot for them. So, yeah, give the Bulls here, minus 105. I had them as two-and-a-half, almost three-point favorites here. So, again, plus one, minus 110 is fine. Minus 105, those are basically the same numbers by my count. So um, anything in that range is good. And then your Minnesota Timberwolves. I didn't realize this. I was doing basically everybody on the show. I guess the Hawks aren't playing tonight, but I wouldn't bet them anyway out of respect for Dan. Um, your Minnesota Timberwolves, five-point underdogs here against the Boston Celtics. Celtics have been really poor these last couple months. Uh, the shooting percentages are down. The offense looks clunky. They're trying out a lot of different things. Grant Williams, for whatever reason, seems to be benched. It's been a very strange season, whereas your Timberwolves are going absolutely the other way. Anthony Edwards has taken control of this team. He has been a really fantastic leader. Gobert continues to be listed questionable every night and still play anyway, um, which gives them sort of everything they need, their space on the floor. Um, Jade McDaniels is quietly having a really great season here. Mike Conley has been really great for this team and from a leadership role and kind of slowing things down. And again, letting Edwards kind of grow here. It's really a nice team in Minnesota. It should be a lot of fun. I had this game much, much closer here. Again, given how much the Celtics have struggled, I mean, the Celtics still should be favorites here, but not by five points. I had this closer to two, two and a half. So anything five or better looks pretty good to me. So uh, a sort of underdog and a real underdog. Enjoy that sort of underdog. Yeah, it's hard to call it's one of those two underdog and underdog. It's basically I have, that, I have that with I have that with golf sometimes too, where it's like, hey, this kid's minus one oh seven, which is the underdog because golf matchups are really high hold. So, yeah, the and the Bulls are very rested. I, that's why my blood pressure is back to where it should be because I haven't had the Bulls win a game in like four or five days. So it, it has been a while since they've played. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Again, don't forget to do your brackets. Let us know. Uh, you know, don't tell me now because I. What if I'm in the league with you? Then it'd be collusion. But let us know who you have winning it all. Um, so it'll be funny. So we can remind you when they're out in the second round. I have that happen to me all the time. I have a random draw tonight, which is out of all the things I do for March Madness. You know, bracket leagues and pools and all these fun contests. My favorite one is I just hand a guy a hundred dollars. And there's 32 people that do so. And they're each given two random teams that are drawn. Like legitimately, you can get two 16 seeds and just your, your fun is over. It's uh, every year. It's, it's maybe my favorite thing. Just finding out which two random teams I have. So what a great line. here's to at least one good one. I haven't had, I've had some two seeds. I've never drawn a one seed. I think the last real good one was uh like a BYU team five, six years ago. So there's always hope. Once in a while, you do get your money back if they make the Elite Eight. I think that's that's usually kind of uh, my hopes when I start drawing these teams. So we'll let you know tomorrow because it's super interesting to figure out who I'm, I'm rooting for for this. But uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Hit the thumbs up on the way out and have fun. Have fun watching basketball. <laughs>